Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Leah and I are moms in West Virginia helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Kim and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. Welcome back to the We Have Hope podcast. This is Kim. And this is Leah. And today we have Melvin Womble with us today from the Eastern Panhandle Preparatory Academy. Hi, Melvin. How are you? I'm good. How are you all? Oh, we are doing great. Great. It's the Monday after daylight savings. So I'm I'm dragging a little bit if I'm honest. Yeah. (laughs) I I think everybody is. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and give our listeners an introduction of who you are and a little bit about your school. Okay. Um, my name is Melvin Womble. Uh, I'm the principal of the Eastern Pan of Prep Academy in uh, Kearneysville, West Virginia. Uh, we are the first brick and mortar charter school in West Virginia. So we're really, really excited about that. Uh, I've been the administrator for six, six and a half years. This is my first uh, job as a, as a head principal. And I'm very blessed and thankful for this opportunity. And, uh, you know, Wants want to get off to a great start uh, at Eastern Pan the Prep Academy, so you know I'm I'm excited about this opportunity. Awesome, awesome! So you guys were the first brick and mortar. Now there is another brick and mortar school um, in West Virginia, but um, you guys are definitely in closer Eastern Panhandle. That's Martinsburg area, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like that's the, isn't that like the thumb or something like that? Whenever you make the hand thing for West Virginia, I taught my kids that. And I was like, we live <laughs> by the finger and they're like the finger. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I was like, let's not. We're, okay. My bad. <laughs> we're, so we're, we're about, we're about an hour from about an hour and a half from, from Washington DC. So. Okay. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. So how's your enrollment going this first year? Yeah. Uh, enrollment um, went really well. So uh, originally we thought we would get about 150 kids, but right now we're about 320 kids. Wow. Um, so, you know, we're, we're well over, um, you know, kind of what, what we thought we would have this year. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great uh, just getting an opportunity to, you know, work with the kids and the families at our school. Um, we, ha- we had a we had a lot of a lot of interest. We even have a, a waiting list uh, right now for, our, you know, for admission into our school. So I, I think a lot of people were really excited about the opportunity to, you uh, be a part of, uh, of of something different, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of people are also just really excited about having a a choice uh, for for where uh, yeah. for where to send to send their kids for school. So um, it's been it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how many students can? So your brick and mortar is that three hundred and twenty? Is that how many you can hold? Is that your capacity? Uh, capacity will probably uh, I think we probably could get up to about four hundred. Okay. okay, I wondered if you're going to have to look for like another building. When you say that you're uh, in your first year, so well, just, you know, just being honest with you, I, I uh-huh. think eventually we we will look to you know look to add on and probably probably hopefully sooner rather than later. Awesome, yeah. And so, what grades do you guys offer? We go from pre K all the way through tenth grade, and uh, next year we're going to add uh, 11, uh, 11, the 11th grade. So we're hoping eventually in two years to be pre-K all the way, um, through 12th grade. So, um, we, we, we offer, <laughs> we offer it all. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I wonder like, what would you say differentiates you guys from a public school? You know, since you're a brick and mortar, 
kind of same kind of setting. What makes um, Eastern Prep Academy awesome? So I think the biggest difference are a couple of things. One, uh, obviously, you know, we we uh, we have smaller classroom sizes. Um, we mm-hmm. probably average yeah. about um, anywhere from 15 to 17 kids in a class, which is really good to provide our kids with that one-on-one attention that they need. Uh, we, we also, you know, our kids wear, kids wear uniforms. So, you know, we're, we're excited about that just because that kind of takes an element, uh, that's out that, you know, some kids where there can be bullying issues based on Mm -hmm. socioeconomic status and things like that. So that kind of, that kind of eliminates that. Um, and then, you know, also, I mean, I think, you know, we just try to create a a family-like atmosphere, um, Mm. at, at our school. So, um, you know, th- those are probably the three things I would say. Awesome. And do the parents have to pay for the uniforms? Uh, so the, they provide it on their own. Um, the officers okay. wouldn't charge them, but you know, we just, we just tell them the, you know, the, the colors and the guidelines to follow and oh, you know, the, the parents provide neat. it. Yeah. So that makes it easy. So they can kind of shop around, find usually like yeah. Target and Walmart and, uh, Gabe's TJ Maxx, that kind of stuff. They have pretty reasonable prices for what is it like a polo and khaki kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, they can wear, they can, so our school colors are, you know, are white, yellow, royal, royal blue and, and black. So they can wear, you know, those colors for their, their, their tops. And then as far as, you know, their, their khakis, they can wear, they can wear, uh, you know, na- they can wear navy khaki or, or black, uh, pants or, or shorts and, uh, shoes are either, uh, white or black shoes. So, um, it's actually funny. I had a, a parent at, at the very beginning of the school year, they asked, they said, you know, Mr. Womble can, uh, can they wear Air Force Ones or Hey Do's? Like, Look, listen, they can wear their Hey Do's or Air Force uh-huh. Ones as long as they're a solid color. So, you know, once the kids found out that they were they were excited about that. So. Yeah, I love the idea of uniforms. I don't know why. I think it's, well, it's pretty neat. It, I, I like it too. Um, and you know, when I was in middle school, uh, our my middle school wore uh, wore uniforms, and uh, you know, that was about oh wow, let's watch. 20 well we'll just say 20 plus years and we'll leave it at that i'm with you yeah i'm with you (laughs) a little while ago so yeah i think the uniforms are great my kids use uniforms and we have the same kind of thing like we have to follow certain colors um plain colored shoes no lights no fancy lights on their shoes that was one thing no bright colors that kind of stuff but um it really makes dressing every day easy for the kids to go to school they kind of know what to wear it also i think they all look so cute together because they all look very similar and it's interesting how you can still see a child's personality come out in the uniform choices that they pick. My daughter loves dresses. She has the option to wear khaki pants. She will not. She she would rather be homesick than wear, have to wear khaki pants. So she wears dresses every single day. And I think that that's, that's great. She can still have her personality Mm -hmm. um, and wear a uniform. A lot of times that's the argument against it. Like I I was kind of against them at first, but um, overwhelmingly I was wrong. (laughs) Overwhelmingly. (laughs) You, you know, you, you know, you're def- definitely right. Uh, you can definitely see kids' personalities through the, you know, there's, there's the different things, you know, as far as uniform and, th- and things like that. So, uh, you know, style style matters to kids, you know, regardless of the uniform or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for awesome. sure. Now, you guys being brick and mortar, are you participating? Do you have sports? Um, and I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about the, the SSAC. Is, is that something that you guys have to be a part of in order to compete? Or are you kind of doing your own thing? Um, are sports not happening this first year? Um, so, so right now we, uh, we are starting a baseball team, um, this 
football. So, you know, we're excited about that. Um, I think eventually our goal is to get, you know, get, you know, get approved to get, you know, get added to the WVSSAC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we would like to add some sports, you know, next year, like one, yeah. one in particular that I definitely want to add is uh, cross country. Um, oh, yeah. I think, you know, just because we're, because where we're located, um, it's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot of land. So, um, you know, I think that uh, we could be very successful with that, but, uh, um, so this is kind of a slow process with sports, but it's definitely something that we want to, we want to add because we have a lot of kids who are interested in, in sports. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's a great benefit. Um, but I love that you guys are starting with baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan. So mm-hmm. I think that that's great. Usually it's like the typical like football or basketball and stuff like that. So why baseball? Why is that your first um your first choice? Um so we had uh we had someone who approached who who approached us uh, who uh kind of you know saw it as op- saw it saw it as an opportunity uh you know, to, to build the baseball program and kind of, you know, kind of mm. came to us and said, Hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in, co- in, co- in coaching the team, uh, came up with the five-year plan as far as like how oh, cool. to, to, to build the program from, you know, just a, from middle school team to eventually, uh, you know, a varsity high school team. So, um, we listened and, uh, our board liked the idea and, uh, and they approved it. So, um, it's, 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 it's a go. So it'll start sometime here, uh, probably sometime in later in the winter. Nice. That's awesome. Getting a hand from the community. Yes, that definitely. Like I said, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, had a lot of, int- lot, a lot of people in the community interested in, in our, in our school. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's always positive. Yeah. Cool. Now how does busing work? Are, do students have to be transported by their parents or can, um, is busing available? So we looked into busing and, uh, we, you know, we, we didn't find a really uh, feasible option. So mm-hmm. what we did, we did, uh, you know, we, we taught our parents, you know, say, hey, we, this is something that we're continuing to look into, but right now, yeah. um, you know, they, they would have to, you know, commute and drop their kids off and pick them up. And uh, it's been a, it's worked out pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't lose, we did lose some kids, you know, as a result of, you know, not, right. not having buses, but we didn't lose a lot. So, you know, that was, that, that was, that was a blessing. You know, we hope mm-hmm. that's something we can add in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, as a working parent, so I have a day job in addition to this, but, um, I always think that I think more valuable is to busing would be a before and after school program. Is that something that you guys have considered and stuff? Because a lot of times that's the reason why busing is so convenient because the kid, you know, can like tomorrow I have to miss a work meeting because I don't, my kids also don't have busing and they have to be at school at a certain time. That's unusual from their regular time. There's no early drop-off. Um, our site is being used as a voting site. So like, I can't drop them off. They can't go in the building. Um, and I'm not going to drop them off and let them hang out in the neighborhood for a while. Um, so I have to go in late, um, because we don't have that option too. But, um, is that something that you guys would ever consider like a before and after school care to help with, with that? that that is something that we would consider. That's something that we looked into. But when we uh, reached out to our parents to kind of get get feedback about that, um, we only had we didn't we really didn't have a lot of parents who were who were interested oh, in that okay. um, this okay. year. So um, you know, like so that's something that we that we would would like to do eventually. But you know, we just want to make sure we make sure you know we have we have enough parents interested in so that you know we know we need to move forward with it. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are starting off pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, at, at 320 kids, if your goal was 150, how did this happen? Like, I yeah. mean, I know you guys are offering something different, but how did you get the word out? How did you advertise? I mean, that's an incredible first year yeah. to do that. Um, how, how do you think that what led to that success? 
So, I, like I said, I think the biggest thing that led to the success, and this is not me, you know, taking a shot at anybody around us. Uh, right. You know, the, the, the superintendent of Jefferson County Schools has been, you know, very supportive of us, and we've okay. we've appreciated, appreciated that. But I, I think it goes back to kind of people wanting to have that choice and being interested in something something di- something different. Um, you know, yeah. whether it's um, you know, just something more family oriented or, you know, their kids, you know, had a you know bad experience, you know, at, a, at, an, at another school and just wanted mm-hmm. to have another option. So um, I think that, I think that's, that's the reason. And then some people just kind of want to see like, Hey, you know, what is the difference between the charter yeah. school and a, and a normal and an oral public school? So let's, let's yeah. give this a shot. Um, you know, and, and you know, we're, and we're transparent about, you know, our school may not be the best fit for, you know, for every kid, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, maybe another school in the county. And if that's and if that's the case, then, you know, we support we support that kid and that family and in that decision because it's not about our school. It's about doing what's best for kids. Yes. Yeah. 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 We we yell that from the rooftops here that yeah. um, that's that's the you know, the the utopian world is that all schools work together and collaborate with one another um, that, hey, my spot, my setting isn't right for for your family, but this one is, and let me help connect you and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I love to hear that you guys have this uh, respectful, collaborative kind of relationship that with the the county schools. I think that that's great. Yes, that definitely. You know, and that's something that we, you know, we want to, we want to continue to do because, you know, we're, we're all, we're all educators. So, you know, we're all working every single day to try to, try to provide for our kids. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So is your school day structured like similarly to a public school or what's the school day look like? So we have, we do have that different drop off, different drop off time between 715 and 815. Okay. And then 815 to 315, we have the school day. Um, You know, we do have, uh, you know, specialists at our school. So, you know, kids, you know, they, they take their, you know, their, their core classes and then they also get, you know, our, our elementary uh, school kids and they get their, they get their art and their music time, their PE time and things like that. Um, okay. And the same with our middle and high school, they, they get their, get their PE time. Now our middle and high school do, uh, some do take some electives, uh, oh, one, nice. one elective online. And, um, and so that's kind of something where, to be honest, we're kind of looking at that. We're like, okay, is, are we having success with this or do we need to revisit this? Um, we just, got another uh another uh teacher position um uh posted for a um part-time for a full-time art slash music teacher and the reason we did that was because um you we were kind of noticing with uh, some of our older kids like hey you know maybe maybe you know taking electives online is is not the best way to go so you know we're not afraid we're not afraid to say hey look you know we need to we need to revisit this and do what's best for our kids and adjust some things so that's what we're trying to do awesome Yeah, I definitely think that that's important. So with your your teachers, are all of your teachers um, uh, certified to be a teacher? Because I know in a charter school that rule sometimes is a little bit lax. Um, and then I know same thing in the private school sector as well. So are all of your teachers certified? So all our teachers are not certified, but I, okay. I, will, t- I will tell you this. Um, you know, we it wasn't like we went in and said, okay, we're just going to hire whoever, you know, we, right, yeah. I do feel like, yeah, I you, do you, feel you like, and you come on in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. You know, we, we, we saw, we've talked, you know, for qualified candidates uh, and, you know, sometimes those qualifications look differently. You know, they have, they have experience mm-hmm. in the background working with kids in different, mm-hmm. um, different, se- different settings. You know, I feel like that kind of brings some qualifications there. Um, but also, you know, just the reality of it, uh, we do have a teacher shortage right now in our country. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think that, uh, that has contributed to it as well, but, um, you know, I do appreciate all of our staff members. They work really hard and, um, you know, I wouldn't trade them uh, for anybody, you know, they've, they've really embraced this, uh, you know, just our, 
just the role, I mean, of a, of a brand new school. Um, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. 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 They really kind of jumped in and, um, you know, I think it's one thing to switch from, you know, uh, teaching live classes and a brick and mortar and then switching to online. Like that's a, a big adjustment for sure. Absolutely. But I also think it's a big adjustment to go from brick and one brick and mortar, uh, county school or something like that to jump into something totally brand new, mm-hmm. um, and charter schools in West Virginia, which I think is great that, um, you have those folks that were willing to do that. And I, I I'm with you. I don't think you necessarily have to have a teaching degree. What you need to have is an attitude of like, I'm going to adapt. I'm going to figure this out an understanding of child development, all that kind of stuff. And if you have that, and if you, you know, you're really good at, um, I don't know, like they had used the example of somebody served in the house of representatives, would we not want them teaching government? You know, yeah. if they know if, if their career path has led them to something that they can teach in person, then I think that that's great. You know, can you teach art without an art degree? Yes. Yeah. You know, I definitely think that you can do that. So um, I like that. And, and one thing that kind of comes with um, charter schools and something that we've asked some of the other schools that we've talked to too is about the accountability. So you mentioned that you guys have a board. Um, is that just the charter bo- board um, with, uh, I think James Paul is the one in charge of that, or is, do you have your own board that you kind of answer to? We do have our own, uh, you know, Eastern Panama prep board that we, that we you know, okay. that we work with. Okay. Time. So yeah, they have governance over our school. Oh, good. Good. So that's kind of where the accountability lies. Like you can't just be all willy nilly and do whatever you want. You have this board that you're accountable to, and then you have the state board that Correct. you're accountable mm-hmm. to as well. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, and our teachers do teach, uh, you know, the West Virginia Department of Education standards for, you know, for, for our subjects. So, you know, we don't just go, you know, kind of go off on our own path. You know, we do follow state standards for instruction. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. Yeah. How do people contact you? How do they, um, if they're interested, um, do you do tours? Can people do a shadow day? Um, where can they find you? Um, are you on social media? All of that kind of stuff. Yes. So we do, we do tours. Um, you know, if, if somebody wants a tour, uh, they can, uh, they can email, uh, info at eppacademy.org to set up, a, to set up a tour okay. or they can call our school on um, our school's website is eppacademy.org. Um, so people can find out about us as well. Um, you know, then also they can just call the, call the office, um, which is, uh, 304-850-6038. Uh, if they have any questions, um, or interested in our school. Awesome. 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 So something that we ask all of our guests that come on is the name of the podcast is We Have Hope. And that can mean lots of different things to lots of different people. And I, this is my favorite question because we get to hear all these awesome answers. Um, So no pressure, but what does We Have Hope mean to you when you hear that phrase? When I think of We Have Hope, um, you know, I just think of, uh, you know, we, we never, we never get, we never give up. Um, You know, Mm. it means that we keep, we keep fighting regardless of, you know, what, what, the battle is, um, we, you know, we, we fight until, until we reach, um, until we, until we get the victory. Um, and just means, you know, for me, it's just, you know, our school has what we call, uh, the four R's and, uh, the first one is respect. The next one, the next one is relationships. And the third one is responsibility. But the fourth one is, um, uh, is resilience. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm thinking that we have hope, um, you think, I, I think of being resilient regardless of mm-hmm. what life throws at you, um, be, being resilient and choosing to, respond rather than react. You know, we talk to our kids about, yeah. you know, there's a difference between responding and reacting, you know, react is just based off your emotions, but responding is, you know, taking the time to think about your, your, your decisions before, before you, before you do something. So, you know, we want to teach our kids how to, re, how to respond to things the right way and to be resilient in life. 
So that's kind of what we uh, we we have hope uh, means means to me. Yeah, I love that. Love that respond, yeah. not react. I think that that's so good yeah. because so many people are so reactive mm-hmm. um, that you that you interact with. I mean, I have conversations with kids all day about you know you can control your reaction, but I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that. Like you can control your response. Like reaction mm-hmm. is an emotional thing. Yeah, I, I took notes of that. Love it. I, I think that that's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. We, 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 we try, like I said, you know, we have a, we have a great staff and, uh, you know, by, and I, you know, I also want to be known, you know, we're, we're still just trying to continue to grow and get better as a school. You know, mm-hmm. we have, we recognize we have areas that we have to work on and improve on. Uh, but you know, we want to be, be transparent and, you know, and come every day and try to try to get better as a, as an individual and as a staff and as a school. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's living out those four hours that you just talked about too, mm-hmm. that you are, you're living it out and being transparent, I think is huge. And I think what the COVID years taught us is that some parents want to be a little bit more involved and want to kind of know what's going on in the classroom mm-hmm. and what's going on in their kids' lives that they're spending. I mean, kids spend like 40 hours a week, um, 35 hours a week or so uh, mm-hmm. at a school and you want to make sure that they're in the right environment. And yep. um, I think that, that that's key. That's really important. That's, I mean, there's definitely one thing I will say about, uh, you know, our parents, uh, they, you know, they really do a good job of trying to get involved in their, mm-hmm. their child's education. So, you know, that's refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Melvin, you've been a delight. This yeah. has been lovely. <laughs> I, I love, um, you know, I, I, I like your vision for the school. I like to hear um, that there, I love to hear that you guys are collaborating with the county schools. I think that that's great, um, that your numbers have more than exceeded your expectations um, whenever to start and stuff like that. Um, and that you guys are always willing to grow and change and meet the needs of the students, because you're right. It is about the student, uh, not necessarily the institution that they're in. It's about, are we doing what's best for every student, um, that comes through those doors. And I really think that you guys are doing that. So I really appreciate you taking the time. We record these episodes in the evening. So I know it's after business hours for most people. Um, so if I'm just getting started, so I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to do this. Um, and I hope you have a good rest of your night. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks Melvin. Thank you all so much for having me. The, pl- the pleasure was mine. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the, we have hope podcast. Yeah, you can find us at Facebook of Love Your School WV or Instagram, Love Your School WV. You can message us anytime or you can check out our website, loveyourschool.org.